You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Presented to you by Flawless Music Media. I am 130, your host. I'm Jeremy. I ain't got no AKAs today. I'm just happy to be almost back full health. And I will throw it to my friends and my co hosts. Hey, everybody, it's Candace. I should have came in here laughing with this smoker's cough <laughs> from being under the weather. But uh, we're back. We have a quick show for you since uh, Real Housewives didn't come on. But before we do that, I'm going to throw it on over to Curtis and let him come on through the door. What up? I'm in the building. Uh, I'm ready to just do my normal thing. So as Candace said, we don't have a lot. So we're trying to get in and out. Every now and then we like to give you guys a nice little treat in the form of a short show. So we're going to start with Jocelyn's hot ass mess also known as Jocelyn's Cabaret Miami. This is the second episode, The Last Supper. So the episode starts off with the argument lingering from the last episode with the girls in the back just... Doing the most. Doing the most, downing each other, all kinds of shit. And all of that arguing was so stupid that Jocelyn was in disbelief. Jocelyn. Jocelyn Hernandez was was... in disbelief watching other bitches argue. So that should tell you the level of idiocy that was going on in that back room. I don't understand. I mean, for for me personally, and I'm not a woman and I'm not a stripper, so I guess anytime, any place, but I'm not trying to argue with my pussies. (laughs) Like, I'm not. That's not. And just so y'all know, Zeus don't give a fuck, okay? Titties was being shown. One girl pulled her underwear off, like, with the camera right in front of her. I was, I mean, you know, it's not like you can see full vagina, but I'm like, okay, y'all, all right. No censorship. I guess since you're paying for it, they like, fuck it. <laughs> Basically. Mm, just get naked as hell. Which so I let mean... me Go ahead, I mean, they kind of, I mean, what else do they have to lose? I mean, I mean, there's still some decorum. Like, it's one thing doing your job and taking your clothes off. You in the back arguing over stupid shit, over who ratchet and who not, when everyone involved is ratchet. That's the whole purpose of y'all being on this show. Correct. Which is also ratchetry. Which is also why I was confused as to why they're arguing. Because um, what's the the light skin one? Day, days I, is one. I'm not. Cool. I'm not doing names until the next episode. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm that's not, the only I'm, one I don't learn. <laughs> so um, that's the only reason I know. <laughs> I'm assuming Daisy is the bottom bitch, and she gonna yeah. be the bottom bitch until I decide to learn their names. Yeah. Maybe the next episode, but they didn't really present much for me to be like, oh yeah, let me see, figure out who this is, because they all stupid. Um, yeah. but yes, the bottom bitch Daisy is annoying as hell. Like you know what annoying you a coward, you can't fight, and you just an all around bitch, if we're gonna you be honest. What? I didn't realize that that's the the one uh that's the one that Jocelyn snatched in the preview, and I was like, Okay, I see how okay, you get good. to that point. Okay. I I I didn't go back and see which one it was, but I'm glad it's going to be her because out of all the girls, she needs it the worst. Yeah. 
And you can see it with the way she at. You can see, well, okay, I see how Jocelyn gonna get to this point where she snatch you in by your goddamn tracks. Absolutely. So um, Jocelyn said that the girls are horrible and their mothers need to apologize for having them. <laughs> it's like, goddamn. What? <laughs> Listen, what? My, my favorite thing about this show is she's gonna give Jocelyn a fuck. Be talking about these she girls. be talking about them like they are trash. <laughs> Mind you, she said this in her confessional, but the fact that you said it at all is she just she don't give a fuck. Like I was blown away when she said that. Like what? And these the girls you're trying to do business with, and that's how you feel about them, like. It's like in the world, bro, if you like Jocelyn, I just want to help these girls. And then in the next breath, like, I don't know where I get these $2 ass whores from. I'm like, Jocelyn, goddamn. Listen, in one breath, that? she like, yeah, I want to do the cabaret with these girls. They the perfect girls. And then the next breath, she'd be like, I wish you bitches was never born. Like, Jesus. <laughs> There's so much ground that we missed. <laughs> like, how do we get from A to B? How? Like, Jesus, that ain't even B. That's when, when you got to start doubling the letters. <laughs> that was ZZZ. Like, God, man, we, we've traveled quite a distance, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and how you feel about these girls. But I mean, I don't necessarily blame you. Yeah, I'm mean, just saying, but I'm not the one trying to do a cabaret with them. So, yeah. And let this be a lesson. Let me do my little um, Koofy's PSA. Don't do business with people you don't like. Mm. That don't make no damn sense. Don't do business with people you don't like. If you feel like the world would be better if they had not been born, that's not who you need to be getting money with. <laughs> okay. Has Diddy taught you nothing? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never Good luck, mind. everybody. Never mind. Get your ma- get your money, Mace. That's yes. all I'm going to say. Yes. Where the rest of them niggas at? Total, help me sing. Mm. Help to the bank. Yeah. Anyway. Carl Thomas. Well, yes. Um, so my thing is with these girls, it's interesting to me that they are so obsessed with who is low class, who's a heifer, who's ghetto, who's gutter. But they all are doing the exact same thing. Y'all all stripping. Y'all all trying to pay rent. You all trying to pay your pimp. So I'm like, I don't understand why y'all feel like you always got to prove who ghetto and who not. And just because you say I'm not ghetto and they are, baby, that don't mean you not ghetto. Yeah, because we can look at the material. Literally, just because you pretty. Which I don't feel like anybody on the show is ugly, but put put a pin in that. So mm. we see Jocelyn and her pimp. What's his name? Uh, DJ something beats whatever his fucking name. Ballistic, 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 ballistic yeah. beats. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Never mind. I was gonna say something racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's you know making juice or whatever, and she pump pumping in with her wine or whatever. So they start talking, talking about the cabaret. Um, then they start talking about their relationship. And Jocelyn was like, I want to have a threesome. And he's like, I don't know about that. You know, like, I feel like, you know, you might start beating the other girl up. And I was like, see, this is how I know you her pimp. Because we know the depths that Jocelyn has swam in mm-hmm. 
threesomes ain't nothing new to Jocelyn. And we ain't never heard nothing about Jocelyn beating no girl up in the middle of a threesome. She even said it herself. She's like, I like sucking on some pussy. But you manipulated that conversation to be like, oh, well, if I'm giving it to her extra good, you might want to beat her up. And I was like, that's not how that works. If she is literally wanting to suck on a lady pussy, I don't think she going to care about you allegedly beating it up. And I was like, see, this is what I be talking about. Men have this way. Maybe it's, you know, an after effect of patriarchy, but it's just amazing to me how men have, especially straight men, have found a way to mask their insecurities to the point where it makes someone else insecure and makes them change their behavior. It's not a, hey, you insecure about it? That's something you need to work on. It became, oh, you might be right. I might beat the bitch up. Girl, you're not beating nobody up in the middle of a threesome when she going to have you in a, in a leg lock. And that's what you want. You want to be in a, in a leg lock. Right. If you were going to beat somebody up, we, girl, you are Jocelyn Hernandez. We definitely would have heard about it by now. We ain't finna just change and switch up. You finna beat somebody ass just because you got with this nigga. And now, now all of a sudden, you ju- you territorial, insecure, and jealous. It just sounded to me like he was insecure about yeah. pleasing two women at the same time. And like Rich. I said, he flipped it on his on his ear mm. and, made, and had Jocelyn second-guessing herself. But again, that's typical pimp behavior. So I wasn't totally surprised. I was just like, nigga, who you think you fooling? I mean, you're fooling her because she's a moron, but you ain't (laughs) fooling me. Right. I did not pay $3.99 a month for you to be playing in my motherfucking face, sir. Get it the fuck together. You can play in Jocelyn's face because she's stupid, but you can't play in ours. Like, if you don't put some maca root in that juice and get (laughs) get it going, like, what the fuck? Better do some goddamn Kegels, nigga, the fuck? Something. Shit. There are Um, tools and methods and modalities to uh, assuage your insecurities, but not playing in our face is one of them. Well... My other thing, though, and why I know that this man is also a moron, why is he so obsessed with space? Why does he want to get married in space? Okay, old power niggas in space shit. Like, I was so confused as to what I'm like, so mean? this nigga, he must want to be part of Trump's space force. Like, okay. <laughs> nigga must have grew up idolizing Power Rangers in space, and he right. like, that one day can also be me. Like, who the fuck gets married in Do you understand that there's no air in space? Right, How are you sir, supposed you, to get married with no air? Yeah, y'all gonna die. Okay, uh, listen, jo- listen here, um, Niggy Sparks, and uh, and, and then uh, when she was like, "Who gonna marry us?" Oh, we, we can just Facetime them. What? <laughs> Facetime is <laughs> you gonna Facetime the 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 officiant of the wedding because you want to be in space while you get married? What are y'all talking about? Why would you, you trying to launch a cabaret and whatever businesses y'all trying to do, and you want to spend how much money trying to get married in space? You want to launch this business, launch her alleged music career, and launch this wedding in space. Sir, NASA, listen, Houston, we have a problem. This nigga is stupid. Like, if y'all don't take y'all asses to Bali or something and get married and, and call it a fucking day. Okay. I mean, although, personally, I don't Mm, I don't on. see them uh, skipping down the aisle, but that's just me. Right. We'll see what happens, but I, I just don't see it. And it, and and if you can believe it, it don't have nothing to do with Jocelyn for why I don't see them making it down the aisle. Really? At all. I mean, Is like him? I said, she a bozo, but there's something 
there's something in the milk that is not clean with that man. Something ain't right. And it's not just the fact that he a pimp. It's something else going on that makes me a little uneasy. Like he ain't he he not being one hundred percent truthful about his dealings, and I don't think Jocelyn realizes that. But again, she's stupid. So what can you do? He does give me weirdo vibes. I will say that. Like his like his. It's not his even vibe. weirdo. It's 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 sneakiness. Yeah, like his body language, how he talk. It's just something don't curl all the way over. It just feels like he got a perpetual secret, you know what mm. I'm saying, that he trying yeah. to hide. Um, but we'll see what happens. So we going back. The girls, uh, the two darker-skinned girls, they met up and talked shit. That didn't really bother me. What I want to talk about is the two light-skinned girls, Daisy, a.k.a. Bottom Bitch, and whatever the other bitch name is. Chastity. Whatever. So <laughs> is it just me or... <laughs> Is it just me, or do does it just seem like they feel like they better than the other girls because they're light skinned? Yeah, and that's how because, we got here. That like that's how the argument started. Because y'all are because just this ratchet. You doing yep. the same shit. You yep. fucking niggas for money or mm-hmm. whatever. You know whatever. However you want to present it, y'all are not doing anything any different. Y'all don't even look any better. Except y'all might be a little bit more naturally pretty. Let me take let me take the word naturally out of it because y'all do live in Miami. Um <laughs> listen, but I just feel like they are like, well, we light skin and we 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 do wingtip liners on our makeup. And so that makes us much better than y'all. Yeah. And it's like, and then got the nerve to be mad that the other girls are bucking back, like, no, you're not better than us just because you light skin. You whores. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the right. hell? Like, like we whores it, and y'all whores too. We all whoring together. What is you talking about? Right. Like I know you're gonna get to it in a minute, but Jocelyn's flat out called her like those two are nothing but bullies. Which yes, I was like, Jocelyn, did. you you would know a bully because you are one. But still, I'm I'm not gonna hold you yeah. because they definitely are bullies. Because the other days it was like, I'm just trying to help you. You know what she remind me of? She kind of remind me of Storm. And she like, I'm just trying to help you, bitch. Oh, and absolutely. I, if I, and if I think you ugly, then that ain't me being rude, huh? What? Like, she act like Stormy without the money and story. Yeah. Like, say what you want. At least we know Stormy got some legitimate business. Now, she still need to get her ass beat. But, you know, I mean, and honestly, so does Daisy. Like, girl, you need your ass kicked. And then the other thing, you talking all that shit, girl, I saw the beautiful bean footage the first time, and they rolled it back. You can't fucking fight. Mm -mm. You you on the same level of hands as Kwani. Yeah. From then, New York. They had the nerve to be like with the other girl was like, um, you know, not only can Daisy not fight, the other girl talking about, you know, I'm I got your back on security. I I'm about about it. I was there, I broke it up. And it's like, did you? You know what the other girl you know who she reminds me of? Who she that? reminds me of uh what's the what's the girl name from Mean Girls? Gretchen Wieners. Mm. Always mm. want to be around the, the Queen Bee. Mm. And doing all this extra shit. You taking on enemies for no fucking reason because this daisy bitch don't know how to talk to people. And in turn, you don't know how to talk to people either because this, the way you was carrying on at that goddamn table. But I, I also you know, I, feel like there's an ulterior motive with the other girl. I feel like she thinks that Daisy don't know what the fuck she doing. And oh, absolutely. when the, she when that, the opportunity um, presents itself, I'm not going to be surprised if she try to use her daisy. Because she flat out said it. She was like, if you don't get these bitches in line, I will. 
she said that as a courtesy to her but again i think behind the scenes she is hoping that daisy flops so that she can take her place mm-hmm. like daisy you might think that's your friend but she not sure. and then and then daisy bitch bottom bitch why in the hell is your titty milk on that goddamn window? <laughs> what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> I was hoping you were going for that. No, because that was the main lie. thing that stuck out to me during this episode. How did y'all go from talking shit about the darker skinned ladies to come taste my titty milk? Sis, uh, what? What? What are in you, the hell? Are you okay? No, the fuck you not. Man, you need to be institutionalized. No, Something you need to be in jail. Right yeah, you go. You need to be under the jail. Call Kamala. Go to jail. Straight I just cannot believe. Go taste it, huh? What? How did it get on the window? Why are you squirting titty milk everywhere? But you so much classier than everybody else. I'm not right. saying that. Yes, I am saying it. Because most women who breastfeed, they're not trying to waste it. Okay. <laughs> squirting it around all willy-nilly. Like, you up there squirting some goddamn breast milk like it's a fucking wind ass. Girl, the fuck is wrong with you? And did you catch the shade when she was like, don't be doing that in my house? And she was like, girl, this is just the Airbnb. Yes, I caught that. <laughs> so it's like, for all the shit y'all talk about how you so much better than the mother two girls. Y'all you... not even nice to each other. Right. You not At nice least the to other them, girls got but... some kind of camaraderie. They nice. Yeah. They know how to talk to people. Y'all, y'all, y'all frenemies. Because I'm like, girl, you don't need to be telling the whole world that this is an Airbnb. Okay. Listen, keep your friends close, your enemies close, I guess. But y'all, y'all, y'all supposed to. But y'all, y'all clearly learned from Stormy. Because remember, Stormy did the same shit. Yeah, Let's have a little powwow in my yeah. house. And it's an Airbnb. Girl, fuck you. Right. Acting like Airbnb is exclusive. And why they keep harping on the one girl using Uber? And when she was like, Uber is expensive, I was like, yes, it is. Yes, what are you yes. talking? Yes, it is. You Ubering yes. everywhere. And you squirting titty milk everywhere. I don't see how you any better. Right. She Honestly, getting to where she need to be? Right. She getting to where she need to be and she not putting no goddamn titty milk on fucking windows, girl, the fuck? I could not believe that. I'm like, I ain't never heard of no woman trying to waste no titty milk like that. Girl, At least none be... of the women that are close to me that have had babies in the last few years. Correct. Especially with how many women struggle with that. Here you are just like, well, I'm just going to squeeze on my titty. Come taste it. And then she's talking about, and it tastes good, too. Girl. Girl. You need to go to jail. Like, I, you know, when the stupidity come a-knocking. Mm. I guess mm. the titties get to rocking, I guess. Well, girl, leave us the fuck alone. I guess. Milk all on the damn floor. Okay, to the window, to the wall, I guess. Bitch, think she little John. Listen, I'd have been like, bitch, I'm not losing my cleaning uh, deposit because you want to be out here, sister Squirtum. Like, you want to clean this shit up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Clean this shit the fuck up. Get you a nice, a rag and some Windex. Mm -hmm. No streaks, please. Since you're already treating your goddamn milk like some goddamn Windex, clean this shit up. Mm Mm-hmm. And see what kind of class you have that way. Mm-hmm. So Jocelyn invites the girls to dinner. Now, the one girl with all the tattoos couldn't make it, which I'm not surprised because she don't seem like she have time for all this shit. Yeah. <clears throat> but the other four come 
And of course, as soon as they get there, they start arguing. The light skinned girls are mean girls. And Jocelyn said that, like we said earlier, she said that in her confessional, like y'all are some mean girls trying to pick on these girls for no fucking reason. And Jocelyn was like, what is the issue? And nobody could even stop yelling it long enough for Jocelyn to get a word in to the point where Jocelyn was like, damn, am I not Jocelyn Hernandez? These bitches, am I soft? These bitches won't even let me talk. That made me laugh. I, I don't know about you or I don't know about either of y'all, but I fully expected Jocelyn to flip that table. And I was very surprised that she didn't. I agree. I was waiting for it. And when she kept, when she put her hands down, I was like, Ooh, she about to flip this table. Come on. But yes. she did it. And that so I was the bitch should have showed out. She gonna show growth. The fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Like, we didn't we didn't come here for time, growth. <laughs> yeah, bitch, we ain't came for none of that. We didn't come for maturity. <laughs> At all. <laughs> we came to see you bitches get messy. And Jocelyn, <laughs> you are queen messy and you gonna try to be level headed. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I love how I love how Candace just came up. She was like, "Girl, fuck you for being." Because mature. I'm a pug. Like the one time the bitch should have flipped the table, she like trying to take a deep breath and counting to ten. Fuck out of here. <laughs> she really did. Though. We want to see the hands that you put on uh, Althea. That's what we want. I mean, we know we're gonna get it, but this was a prime time for you to be at least throw a drink in somebody's face and be like, if y'all bitches don't shut the fuck up, I'm beating everybody's ass. Yeah, we needed them hands that you and uh, Steven had at that one reunion where y'all fought everybody. No, they they beat everybody up. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a fight. They was, was beating bitches up. <laughs> yeah. Mm, Benzino got his neck cut down the size and everything. They was getting beat the fuck up out there. Mm. But yeah, they just started arguing. And then the one girl with the braces, she was like, I'm not about to deal with this. I'm leaving. And the one girl, I look like money. I talk like money. Girl, you look like City Trends just like every fucking body else okay, on this show. You look, you look like my little foreclosure and sky shit. Girl, shut the fuck up. Okay. Definitely, all that shit is from pawn from threadup.com. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> slash three. <laughs> Fuck out of here, girl. <laughs> Acting like you shopping at all the finest boutiques. Okay, girl, bitch. that shit is from ASOS. And what's the other one? Um, what's the other one? Um, Fashion Nova, yeah, Fashion, yeah. Bitch, like, girl, just, you, we know fashion over when we see it. Just like I said, just because you can do a little wing tip on your eye, girl, don't nobody give a fuck about that. Because when that eye get blackened like mm. some Listen, catfish, then you're gonna really be gonna, upset. Yeah, you okay. gonna have the smoky eye you came for. Mm-hmm. Okay, like smoked eye, smoked eye. Yes, talking about you high class girl. You got that shit from Preston. You don't get the fuck out of my goddamn face. High class. You don't act high class. You don't speak high class. You don't dress high class. And I'm not saying you can't be a classy stripper, but bitch, you not it. Right. Not Why are you trying to close? One, two, three, not it ass, bitch. You not, no. <laughs> Why are you trying to close. judge these other two girls? Because the, the fact of the matter is, the other two girls, their situation might be dire, but they still get into the money. They get, not only are they stripping, they got tricks and men and other shit that well, get into the money. My thing is, y'all all swinging from the same pose, Diddy Kong. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? Right. Y'all all doing the same thing, but you so steam pressed to prove that you better than somebody and not you not like at all. Like all y'all got the same shit from Elliot Spritz. It's fine. 
I'm, I mean, not even just the clothing and everything, but y'all act the same way. Mm-hmm. You supposed to, I'm supposed to believe that y'all some bad bitches and y'all can't even walk into an establishment without arguing. Yeah. But it's like you said, the mother too, they just think they're better than the other girls because they light skin, which is that other girl with the tattoo said, I think in the first episode, I think. That, yeah, I think she was like, girl, she was like, you don't, you don't understand our struggles because you're not dark skin. So just drop it. Like mm-hmm. you, not to say that y'all don't have your own struggles with y'all lives, but colorism, y'all are on the side that benefits for the most part from colorism. Yeah. To the point where you feel like you that much better and, and everybody else is so much uglier. And like I said, y'all might be a little bit prettier than the girl with the with the braces, but she got heart from what I can tell. Yeah. I Which take that don't. over, over. And <laughs> I forgot when they started getting undressed to finally, because at the beginning of the episode when Jocelyn was like, I don't give a fuck who don't like who. I need to see y'all on that stage. And then they got on the stage and she was like, y'all bitches is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but when uh, when Bottom Bitch was, was getting dressed and the one girl was like, it's like some kind of bacterial odor. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, y'all shaded in a motherfucker. But anyway, it ends up the girl with the braces, she leaves because she's like, I got I, I got money to make. And they're like, okay, enjoy only getting $350 for laying on your back, sweetie. And it's like, how much money you getting sitting here talking shit? Mm. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, the other two girls, they got shit going on, at least what we're seeing on the show. The other two, y'all just talking shit. Just talking shit. And <clears throat> Jocelyn was like, that ain't right. You bitches is rude. I don't like that shit, y'all. Some bullies. And honestly, I just, I just feel like Jocelyn needs to drag her bottom bitch to the bottom of a pit and beat her ass. Yeah. From bottom bitch to bottom ditch, that's what we need. Mm. Raggedy like heifer. Yeah. That might be the show's title. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I do like that. Bottom bitch to bottom ditch. <laughs> that's what she. <laughs> I mean, she, she. You're not wrong. I mean, I know we're going to see it, but I want it to come a little soon. Well, because I don't just want it to come from Jocelyn. I feel like the other girls deserve to beat her ass. You know what I'm saying? Especially that one with the braces. Oh, yeah. She deserved, like, I feel like Brace Face deserved to bite her, like, at least once. Yes. Yes. On the titty. (laughs) (laughs) See how far your milk fly in. (laughs) You raggedy bitch. Anyway, that's the end of Jocelyn's cabaret. I still don't know if Jocelyn knows what a cabaret is, <laughs> but you know, I'm willing to, to keep tuning in to find out if she finally Googles it. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Thank you for supporting the flawless noises media network. You can visit flawlessnoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to flawlessnoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com flawlessnoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. 
So we are heading over to Chicago. Shut town. Shut town. Oh. Do I sound bored enough when I say it? Oh. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> you, you, definitely, you, you definitely captured the SSO4 with that goddamn friend. I ain't put um, no energy into that. Because no. hell, ain't no energy into the fucking God. song. Need shit. to do four. Exactly. Four be sounding like he goddamn sleep saying that shit. Boy, you better not be sounding like that when somebody tapping on that goose. <laughs> <But I didn't laughs> know. Oh, you know he don't. You know he be loud and proud. And then mm. turn into Prince then. Oh. <laughs> 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 that nigga said extra time and that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> Scandalous indeed, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm not listening to the music, but I'm still gonna fuck for it. So what's up? Anyway, sorry, Candace. Go. <laughs> yeah, <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of four, he still ain't got them goddamn paternity results back. Don't don't even pan the camera to the motherfucker till we see if he the father or not and leave us alone. Right. We don't care. I don't about give that. a fuck about nothing he got going on until we hear if he the father. Be Correct. period. Now, uh I have no idea what the purpose of Ryan and his son was at the trampoline park, but cool. Cool story, bro. And yeah. I absolutely believe Ryan was nervous and shy because he littled in a motherfucker and he just bulked up. So I can't imagine how little he was when he was his son's age. Because mm-hmm. he only five seven now. So <laughs> yeah. So but I I you Yes, indeed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't um, have a problem for it, so <laughs> yeah. You hey. knew what I was trying to say. I did. We on some hood shit. What's understood don't need to be spoken. Type <laughs> That's that <shit>. hood simpatico. <laughs> yes. Um, and good for Ryan. You know, building that relationship up with his son, moving on from Rachel. He wasn't really in the episode much. We see him grabbing drinks with Kitty and kind of uh ribbing at her about not being able to handle, you know, them at Second City Inc. Uh, but she will later in the show prove that she she got all the smoke for him. Mm. But I wanna I wanna get to the blow up. Don and Ashley. Oh. First of all, that's Ooh. what the fuck you get, Don, for still marrying her. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, I thought you were finna say was, that's no, what you get. No, because she was never going to get beyond his infidelity because it's been so much of it. Yeah. This, this is where I'm calling Don out on his bullshit. She was never going to get over it. You have cheated on that woman with people in your workplace. She has found out about your cheating babies on Instagram. You have had some woman talking about she had an abortion by you. There have been videos. There have been DMs. There have you been had a whole baby. Had a whole baby. She was never going to get over that. You had no business marrying her. As much as you say Ashley should have left him and she shouldn't have got married if she couldn't move, if she couldn't move on, you should have left her when you realized she couldn't move on. You did not just realize she had not moved on. It's It's years. It's been years now. Admittedly, but what he's admitting is it's been months that has been rocky and it's like, that didn't tell you anything. Yeah. What happened to y'all going to church and going to to therapy and all that? Y'all just said, fuck it, huh? Now, yeah. I will admittedly, I, at first I wanted to say it does seem like Don is doing better until they showed the preview for next episode and he was not doing better. Like, yeah. Ashley is talking to her best friend 
and she's showing him like Snapchat videos and messages and shit. And then that leads me back to Ashley is not what your heart desires at all. We all know it. And this don't have nothing to do with her being ugly or stupid or anything like that. Y'all have grown apart. Y'all grew apart years ago. She, that's just not it for him. He wants something that she can't give him, whatever that might be. You stay for the kids. And I don't know how many times we have seen that staying for the kids ain't never worked for a single damn soul. Nope. And, and it does not do the kids any favor. Period. However, Ashley, bitch, you hmm. should have been left because the your car breaking down is not Don's fault. And you exploding on him because you want to live this high class life and you drive that fucking Mercedes truck. Newsflash, bitch. Luxury cars come with luxury repairs. Mm-hmm. And y'all don't have luxury money. That ain't even it. Don said he was going to take care of it. And then and then told her to take his car. So he been catching the bus, Ubering, lifting, riding before. And Ashley has had a vehicle. So you need to admit that this is just all about you are not overall the infidelity. You are insecure because of it. You feel like any moment that he's not underneath you, he's cheating. Because a, a motherfucker saying that I'm fucked up about your car being in the shop, but here, take my car and I'll make sure your car gets fixed. I'll make sure that $1,600 comes from some fucking where so your car can get fixed. Do not worry about it. And girl, you so damn stupid. You so Y'all damn don't have $1,600 lying around to get this car fixed, but you thought you was going to move into a million dollar home? Trying to be like the Obamas? The, the Onamas. Yeah. I was hoping one of y'all would take and that. And noticeably, they have moved to a nicer place because I saw they had, you know, stainless steel appliances and all that kind of shit. So they have moved to somewhere nicer. But again, you decided to marry him after he had a baby on you. You decided to come back to him after he had another woman pregnant and she ended up having an abortion that's not on him at this point and you blowing up at every little thing because you are insecure is on you because you could have been left and Mm. also this thing i don't like when people do that i couldn't put up with it when you get mad at somebody and it's i did this for you i made you who you are you ain't make him shit because you wasn't on the show initially The bags that he has secured have been because of the popularity he has attained from Nymad. And from him being on being on Black Ink. You really did not start your face didn't get shown until you was getting cheated on. We didn't even know he was in a relationship initially. He was with he was fucking on Charmaine. Yeah, like no shade. Y'all entire relationship and marriage has really just been a storyline. Because didn't he cheat on her the the night before the wedding? Yeah. He didn't cheat, but he had, like, strippers all sitting in his lap and shit in front of her brother. And you still married him. And you still got married. Leave, which we finally see you do this at the end of this episode. But I highly doubt you're going to stay gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you are so afraid of him getting with somebody 
and giving them the love and respect and, and cherishing them the way you felt you should have been loved, respected, and cherished. And the sad part about it is it happens to the best of us. A lot of times we have all been somebody's stepping stone. They treated us like shit, got with somebody else, and treated them like diamonds. But at the end of the day, if you don't treat yourself any better than what he's treating you, you're never going to get ahead. You have to look inward, beloved. Because you really need to, as much as you always on him about what he need to do and how he need to do it, you need some fucking counseling. Counseling, therapy, a life coach, something. And not, not just for one or two sessions to show the world on this TV show. You need to continue it. Because it's something in you that has stayed with somebody that has treated you that disgustingly. Because let's be honest, Don is a fine-ass, dog-ass, piece-of-shit-ass nigga. He a typical nigga that is going to dog anybody until he meet the one that wants to make him change. Yeah. Which is trash, but that's how straight men act. That's That's how how a lot of straight men men act. act. And that's, that's sometimes how the cookie crumble. I've probably been somebody's stepping stone. Then they treated me like shit, broke up, went, got married, had a baby, loved the hell out their wife and buying houses, cars, taking the lavish vacations. And I've treated niggas like stepping stones. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you was mm-hmm. cool then until yeah. I got the nigga that I really wanted. I don't really give a fuck about you no more. The game is the game. One, yeah, one. the only difference is we didn't have no kids together. You and Don got kids together. You need to break up this dysfunctional cycle of bullshit so that y'all kids can see something different. Because y'all can show y'all kids good co-parenting and then you can show your kids a happy loving relationship even if it's not with their dad mm-hmm. you can get remarried it's not the end of the world if you're not with this particular nigga that creates so much internal internal turmoil in you that you can't function on a day-to-day basis but paragraphs when you think he out you telling them to call you he gotta talk to you the whole time he out he gotta text you he gotta send you pictures he gotta check in if you are requiring someone to do all of that that is not the person or the place where you need to be with your ugly stupid poor wig wearing ass mm-hmm. because you're still ugly bitch and you're gonna always be that and i don't give a fuck about them braces them wigs you are a bozo and you did not make <laughs> you went up there and got them railroad tracks put on your teeth talking about you wanted to be fine next you. and he still don't want you and it goes back to what i initially said i believe it with my whole heart that you have been reluctant to let that man go because you don't believe you can pull anybody as fine and it wasn't until you got on here looking and sounding a fucking mess in front of four and a restaurant full of people. Y'all can't even have breakfast together without arguing. And it took all of that. And on top of all the rest of the shit for you to finally be like, I got to get the fuck up out of this marriage. It's like, and about I appreciate time, Don's still. theatrics. I could tell he's turning into a better thespian. Cause he was acting so fucking sad looking all around for his shit. But I bet you when them cameras stopped rolling, he was like, finally, bitch. He was like, thank God. Let me hop in some some OD. Like, I mean, I'm sure she did leave him, but it wasn't in that moment. He knew she wasn't going to be in that apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, I don't don't hold you accountable for his actions. I just hold you accountable for your actions after you found everything out. 
Yeah. Because staying was a choice. Getting married was a choice. Having another baby was a choice. Wanting to buy a house together was a choice. Every, all of that stuff was a choice after you knew what he was doing to you. So, and not only that, forgive him for what you, he was doing to you. Exactly. Where I was going with it. It's not just that you chose to stay. It's that you did that classic thing that I think a lot of people do when they get hurt, whether it's being cheated on or having a baby or whatever the case may be where you want to stay, but you feel like you have the right to guilt them and make them feel like trash until you feel better about what they did. And that's honestly not fair to them. And it's not fair to you. It's not fair to the relationship. And all you did was waste each other's time. Meanwhile, Absolutely. Don getting finer and finer by the day because him, Ford, and Ryan are training in the gym. And you still look the way that you look, which and I'm not you, even going to hold you because I'm sure there's some man out there that is going to love you. You think, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it ain't like yeah, you, you a total you loss. No. <laughs> Oh, you know, <laughs> but, you decent work from the neck down. You know, it's not a factory recall, so there's yeah, some salvageable like part. Is, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you know it's salvageable. It's like when a house go into foreclosure and you can yeah. get it for cheap. Yeah, it's like yeah. when you get in a car accident, but it's not total. You know what I'm saying? It's that, not total. You just need some collision but repair. But first okay. and foremost, I think will go a long way. Because I don't think you truly ugly. I think your presentation is ugly because you don't have a lot of self-confidence. That's what it, She don't have no self-esteem. Don has and, done and you need to get away from him because I feel like with the right makeup and the right wig, she would be something halfway to look at. Like, I'm going to be fair. Like, the jokes about you being ugly are funny, but I don't think you truly they, ugly. Yeah, they are funny. I just don't funny, think you know how to present yourself. I don't think you hideous, but you ain't no Rachel. No, well. Yeah, well, few people are Rachel. But you wasn't even that girl that he got fake pregnant <laughs> last season. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, but, but again, you have potential, but you're not gonna reach your potential staying yeah. in a marriage where you feel like you cannot trust your partner and Absolutely. it's wearing on you. You know, you start yeah, wearing you that physically. It's wearing physically, mentally, your actions are ugly because of it, because you are so insecure. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that it it paints a very ugly picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you just look at her posture, her body language when she's on the show. Nothing about it says I'm a confident woman. I have a good husband. I have healthy kids. I'm happy I'm getting these checks. I'm happy. I'm, nothing. You just look like you are going through the motions to keep tabs on a man that really doesn't want to be kept. But he's there because we saw when you wanted to take the kids and go to Texas, you will use the kids against him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we can't say a lot of shit about Don and we have. But he's he's a good so. he's a good father, and he gonna continue to try to stick it out with you as long as you will continue to try to use the kids as pawns when y'all are in rough rough spots. Because that's the first thing you did when he came in the house. You took the kids. Yep. You you was not woman enough, and maybe it just that's because it doesn't make for good TV. But I think it would have made for good TV. You wasn't woman enough to sit down with him and say, hey. We've tried. I've tried to get over everything. I can't. I don't trust you. We should start taking the steps to divorce, figure out co-parenting, living situations and finances because I need to be happy so that I can raise my kids in a happy, healthy environment. You yes. are a, a child. I think that's the other part because yeah. the conversation you and Don had in the kitchen 
he had to initiate it. So there's clearly some growth somewhere with Don. I was going to say, did, Don has done so much dirt, but still somehow manages to be the most mature in this situation. Yeah. And it makes because me feel she, uncomfortable, honestly. Because yeah, because I, 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 Even, I have an issue going up for him, and he has treated you so poorly. But it's just actually like even in other situations that's not related to Don, she's just been very childish, immature, and just loves to carry on. Yeah, she just loves to carry on. So it's like, I agree with you, Candace. This might be a lot. Yeah, sorry, Jeremy. A lot of this might be Don's doing, but you had some baggage way before him. Yes, and it's just exacerbated because I agree. Don is is the finest nigga she's ever had, which is very clear how she carry on. And his own behavior notwithstanding, she has not demonstrated that she has been able to have a normal, mature conversation with anybody on this show. If you look at how she's been since her session on the show, not just with Don. So I agree with you. That would have made better TV, to be honest, than that them sitting down and her having that talk like, hey, we just need to go our separate ways. Look, throwing some, I don't know, Mariah Carey or whatever the fuck. But I mean, it's with with her. So I want to highlight two things before we move on to the next topic. Number one, in that she strikes me as the type of person who does not want to have conversations if people are not going to agree with her. Mm. Because if you notice, when she has conversations with other women or who are her cousins or whoever, it's always some hype me up, hype me up. You know what I'm saying? It's never constructive conversations that will lead to any growth or anything of that nature even when she tricked her homegirls into going to the club to check up on dawn it was you know she want everybody to hype her up so that's number one that you need to work on because you cannot expect every situation and every conversation to be positive and everybody and you got to be able to handle being called out on your shit sometimes Yes. yes And like Curtis said, everything is about hype me up, make me know I'm right, make me uh, agree with me that I'm the victim. And it's not always the case. You're not responsible for a man's infidelity. No woman is and no woman ever will be. But you are responsible for your carrying on all of the time. Like, again, just doing insecure shit and it comes across so ugly and lacking confidence. I can't, listen... If you if you want to go creep up on your man and see what the fuck he doing, if I'm your friend, be honest with me, because so I could be honest with you and be like, that's a stupid idea, and I'm not, I'm not doing yeah. it. And be like, no, if you want to do that, then you don't need to be with him. Yep, because I'd be like, I'm not doing that. And if you if you need to do that, you gotta do that by yourself. Me and the rest of us, we about to go to the bar we was talking about going to initially. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, like you I'm can't trying to get handle some crab legs. I'm not trying to kiss. Told you wrong, <laughs> and that's funny. Your biggest issue. And the other thing that I wanted to highlight is I think that if this was a missed opportunity to really dive into the conversation, which you know what, that's why we're here. Because I think too many people get so caught up in the quote unquote idea of marriage that they are not able to look at things with a clear eye. Like Candace said earlier, y'all have tried and tried and tried to make this work, but there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? I have love for you, but we do not make each other happy. And there's nothing wrong with us saying, okay, enough is enough. Let's walk away so that we can, number one, be happy individually. And number two, 
so that our kids are not always being pulled this way and that way. Because uh, I have to say it, a lot of times people don't realize that you always packing up, leaving with the kids. That's just as traumatic as staying and, and always arguing in front of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not yeah. doing anybody any favors, constantly packing them kids up and taking them here and there and everywhere. Cause they're in a constant cycle of turmoil because of all the shit that y'all got going on. That's not going to be healthy for them kids at all. So, you know, like I said, I wish that she had been woman enough in the kitchen when he said, what's up to be like, you know, Don, I've been thinking about it and we don't need to be together. And it don't have to be no knockdown, drag out, ill will, battle of the motherfuckers or no shit like that. We can just peacefully be like, you know what? We, we're just not meant to be together. You've done too much stuff. I can't get over it. I don't want to get over it because that's that's a valid and probably very true thing. And let the chips fall where they may. Go find you somebody that's going to love you the way that you are. Hopefully will tell you you don't need to wear no motherfucking ombre purple wigs to feel like a bad bitch and live your best life. You know, but at one point, at some point, you have to you have to let go of the idea that Don can only be happy with you and that you can only be happy with Don when y'all have not been happy in this marriage at the fuck all. You tricked the nigga to have another baby. Yep. Girl. Oh, yeah, that goddamn base the shit. I forgot about that. Like, you you have done some some suspect stuff, and he has been a whole dog. We can, two things are true at the same time. But the the ultimate truth is y'all do not need to be together. And I've been preaching that for how many years now? Yes. (laughs) You know, like, enough is enough, baby. It's other niggas that work out and got a beard and look like something. You can find a lot of them on Instagram. Sure. Probably shouldn't do that. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that there is some, and you know, my thing is I've never even really gotten real love from them. Not once have I ever heard either one of them be like, this is the love of my life. Nope. Not once. Y'all don't need to be together, baby. And it's okay. I promise you it's okay. You're going to find somebody. You're going to be happy. He probably, he might drag your ass back to church. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like let it enough is enough. And that's all I got to say about and, and be, be let it be known. Marriage is not the pinnacle of life success. Like there at is, all, there is life beyond marriage. There is life beyond kids. There are successes and victories beyond marriage and kids. That does not have to be the ultimate goal. There's life beyond have, divorce. There's life beyond. I know how women have been socialized when it comes to marriage and kids. I get it, and even divorce. Because women are looked at differently when they're divorced than men. Yeah. I, get, I totally get it. But you have to go beyond that because you can't start to rip that Band-Aid off if you are willing to be miserable to keep from having to stand in your truth. Mm-hmm. So, like, come on. Be better for yourself. Not even the kids. Be better for you. Mm-hmm. It's got to suck to wake up every day miserable with somebody. Unsure of where you stand with them, where they stand with you, how they feel about you, what they're doing. When you're in a healthy relationship, somebody should be able to walk out the door and you are you trust that they're going to move in a manner that is beneficial to you both and is causing as little harm as possible. So 
like Curtis and Jeremy poignantly said, go and get the help that you need to be the best version of yourself. Because there is truly life after the version of Don you have given so many years and children to. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And now, this is what I've been waiting on. I've been waiting on this since the season started because we all said, me and my friends, we all said collectively here at Ratchet Ramblings <laughs> that Charmaine and Jess was not gonna last. They was gonna fall out <laughs> far sooner than later. It was in the cards. All and along. they made it what nine episodes? Yeah, mm. yeah. And I wouldn't even count it a full nine episodes because we had a lot of stuff um, taking the place. And all the funeral and all that kind of stuff. stuff. If that hadn't happened, this would have happened, you know, this would have happened sooner. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm. Kitty makes it to Second City, Inc. finally. Everybody is standoffish. Everybody is rude. I have a problem with that. Y'all are adults. If this is who y'all boss brings in to handle business while she's out on personal leave, then that's just what the fuck it is. Bereavement. Bereavement. Imagine acting like this while your boss is on bereavement. That's number one. But number two, I'm like, what are are y'all doing? Because y'all are in a tattoo parlor. Why do y'all have a sick child and they're contaminating everything? Only for us to see that y'all don't even clean up behind y'all. Where y'all don't even have separate rooms. Again, let me say this. I felt it when Ryan said it. And a lot of people took it as shady. When Ryan said she don't know the first thing about a tattoo shop or owning one, because there is no way you should have that much open space and there aren't closed off booths that are sterile. Yeah. Every time I've gotten a tattoo, I've been in an area that in some form or fashion was sectioned off from the rest of the shop. Yeah. Yeah, The first nine man. Has, Whether it be not. a room, yeah, they have rooms at the old Nine Mag. Yeah, so the fact that you got this bigger space and nothing is closed off, Charmaine, what the fuck? I'm not even blaming Charmaine on that wholly because Jess, you mm. told Jess us that better. you had ten years of experience tattooing, and you didn't advise her on any of that stuff to make that shop be the way that it's supposed to be. That's a good a point. tattoo. A tattoo shop is just not a place for kids. Period. Period. Right. Especially healthy not no or otherwise. Kids. We we said the same shit when Don used to be bringing the kids to the shop. Yeah, it's not an environment for kids. It's just too much to get into if once you turn your head. And it's an so that, and it's an environment like you said that's supposed to be sterile. Yeah, absolutely. like come the fuck on. So Kitty comes in, and the first thing that she notices is how disgusting the shop is y'all are adults y'all feel like y'all don't need a kitty hovering over y'all managing y'all yet y'all can't even be bothered to clean up after y'all fucking selves or turn the there's, lights off when you leave at night turn the lights there's a garbage electric bill up okay it's it's a tattoo shop i know it's garbage cans all over that fucking shop why are y'all leaving cans and, and, and paper plates and styrofoam boxes and shit all over? You can't be talking all that, oh, I love Charmaine. Thank you for giving me a chance. Thank you for this. And y'all don't even take care of her shit while she gone. Right. No different than y'all uh, adults. old nine mad. Yeah. Y'all adults and some of y'all parents. And, it's just and y'all filthy. Nasty. And so Jess comes in the shop while Charmaine is there. I mean, while Kitty is there, 
and she's being rude as fuck. And Kitty is like, yeah, all right, girl, whatever. I, I'm not listening to none of that. Girl, I was in and New York. I, I don't know how to up, deal with this. They ended up having some an exchange back and forth. And Jess decides that she's not going to come into the shop. Business partner. Mm. Uh, veteran tattoo artist. Uh, she she leaves the shop, decides she's going to do a client elsewhere. Let me tell you something. For as much shit as Jess talks i expected that tattoo to be immaculate right like it wasn't I'm bad talking but about not you know, it, it, it was mediocre it looks like a beginner tattoo yeah like come on a skull with an indian hairdress how how typical and how common is that yeah and and again, for as much shit as just talk, like all the stank you put on your skills and, you know, the amount of stank you put on your skills and the amount of shade that you have been throwing at Kitty, I expected that goddamn tattoo to be better than some shit that Ryan would do. And then it comes to this. Mm-hmm. And it's just and, average. And, and it, But it I want to I want to take a few steps back real quick and touch on one thing. Because everybody, Drea, um, whatever the gay dude name is, I need to learn his name. Um, the other niggas, y'all all talk such shit about Kitty having been fired from New York. Y'all work with a bitch that's been fired about five times. Yeah. She with literally good reason, had to open because not up only her that, own shop to be a part of the tattoo community. Not only that, but Kitty got fired unlawfully. She didn't get fired because she wasn't doing her job. She got fired because her boss is jealous. And so it's like, why do y'all keep bringing this up as if Kitty is not somebody that knows what they're doing when she comes into the shop implementing things and having ideas? Jess, you're supposed to be the manager, and we haven't seen you manage a motherfucking thing in that shop except them teeth and that mouth. Oh, yeah. y'all sad do ass is talk shit. But when people come in doing what the fuck they're supposed to be doing, y'all have a problem because y'all are lazy. Yep. Y'all are lazy because at first I was like, Kitty, okay, you need to wait until Charmaine comes in and truly empowers you in front of them until um, Kitty was like, I sat up here a week and y'all only had two clients come in here. And the nerve of y'all to turn y'all nose up at walk-ins when y'all are not making any fucking money because nobody is doing any. Even, even let's, let's take it a, let's, yeah, that first of all, how are y'all so booked and busy and only two clients? Mm. Drea, you can't you can't mm. be booked, and also you not in the shop working because if you're booked, that means y'all are in the shop a lot. And y'all in the shop a lot. Kitty but y'all ain't got doing in nothing. the shop at eleven thirty a.m. and nobody was there. Yeah, so how y'all? Nobody booked? was there. Like, what are what are you fucking doing? Taking those breaks and wasting. Again, falls on to Jess. You're supposed to be the business partner. Why is Kitty doing shit like having merch made? Why yeah. is Kitty making sure the, sh- the the website, the shop website is finally up and running? Mm-hmm. Why is Kitty Why is Kitty the only one worried in, about revenue? <laughs> why is Kitty having to bring in dividers because you you as a veteran tattoo artist never considered privacy when clients are getting tattoos in personal places? Why is Kitty the only one? Like, why is there so much dead space in here? Right. And like 
the 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 irony and the the gall of you to poo poo or something like that ain't doing shit is more than we've seen you do. Literally, you you always talking about I'm the shop manager. I'm I'm the one that's managing, and you know I uh I'm Charmaine's business partner. But we haven't seen you do a lick of business, and we've only seen you do one tattoo. You yeah, have don't. not done anything to support all of the shit that you talk. None of it. And you are the business partner. You allow the shop to be nasty. Tattoo shops are supposed to be clean. Period. Yeah. Like y'all yeah. would All be parts lucky of for it. anybody clean. to come in there wanting a tattoo after they see Because if I booked a tattoo and came in there and be like, y'all don't even clean up behind yourself. I'm good, love. Don't enjoy I'm it. walking back out. Again, every tattoo shop I'm going to be like, I should have went to Nine Mag. I knew I should have went to Nine Mag. <laughs> every tattoo shop I've ever been to, they typically do not allow food and drink other than water in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Bottled water. Not even in an open cup. They typically do not allow food. They do not allow alcohol. Well, most places you can't be drunk and get a tattoo, period. If they can tell you're visibly intoxicated, they will not take the appointment. So there's that. But you're you're the business partner, right? You have not handled any business. You have spent all of your time trying to agonize Kitty and get under her skin and get the other artists turned against her when she was making strides that will benefit y'all. So, because here's how it looks in my mind, because this is how I did it for Flawless Noises. We developed merch for the brand, for Flawless Noises. And slowly but surely, we rolled out merch for the individual shows. And if somebody had a good idea for some merch, we then helped develop that. So, again, having Second City Inc. merch is the start of you as individual artists being able to have your own merch in the shop and, and the being other able thing to benefit and profit off of that. What, what money are y'all making? Like what are None. y'all doing besides getting this big fish check? That's because it. they just want it to be on TV. They don't care about actually being tattoo artists and all that stuff. But something that you, while you were talking, I thought of y'all have talked so much shit about what does Kitty do in a tattoo shop? And she's literally showing y'all what she does in a tattoo shop. And y'all are mad at her for having ideas because you don't want to be managed. Meanwhile, y'all not doing anything. All y'all doing is proving that you need to be managed. She should have asked y'all after seeing two appointments in a week, what do y'all do in a tattoo shop? Mm, Cause that's what I would have said. Because all y'all fucking I doing went is around, lounging and bringing your cesspool fucking kids in here coughing every fucking where. I would have went around booth to booth and been like, so how are you going to pay your booth rent? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen, I don't see any clients for you on the on on the list. How are you going to pay your booth rent? How are you going to pay your booth rent? Because y'all ain't had no clients. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're not paying booth rent and taking home money to pay bills with one client in a week. You can't be. That's you just can't be right unless you did a tattoo that takes a a week to do, in which case it would be very expensive, which according to to what we've been presented, y'all ain't even doing that. Y'all go to the shop and lounge around all day. But you got so much shit to say about Kitty. And I'm not even mad at the niggas because niggas going to nig. I'm specifically looking at you, Jess, and you supposed to be a leader. You supposed to be leading by example. And all you doing is causing havoc in the shop. You yeah, are solely turning Second City Inc. into the old Nine Mag. That is a talent. Mm. I'll give you that. All right. 
I will give yeah. you that. But outside of that, y'all have all proven yourselves to be worthless. The only thing y'all have brought into the shop, and I'm talking about every motherfucker in Second City, is drama, fighting, drunkenness, and all-around stupidity. Nobody Basically, is no. doing anything to make that shop better, to make Charmaine. And y'all have the nerve to be doing all this while Charmaine is on bereavement. Y'all lucky Charmaine didn't come in there with a bat and, and got to swinging. <laughs> Because exactly. that's what y'all deserve. Y'all have made her look a fucking fool when she had to put her mother six feet under. Like, to me, that's almost unforgivable. Might even be unforgivable, depending on how I feel. Like you, And you want to sit up here and chat with me about Kitty, talking about it's Kitty or me, when Kitty in a week has shown more value than you. You keep harping on about how you gave up everything and you came from London. You came from London to do nothing. You've done nothing. And then you sat up there and showed your raggedy titties to our rival. You've been causing havoc in the shop because a real leader would have said, okay, we may not, maybe we got to, we started off bad with Kitty, but we need to find a way to work with her until we can figure out what's what with Charmaine. You didn't even do that because you're not a leader. You a shitty tattoo artist and you are all around bitch. Goodness. Brings us to our closing point. Charmaine comes back. Um, mm. First of all, pregnant as hell. Oof. Pregnant as hell. But she's, a lot of but she's glowing but though. So I'll give her glowing. that. She, I'm glad that the baby it's is healthy, healthy yes. through all the stress that she's been under. And again, mm. we are wishing you a continued healthy and safe pregnancy and delivery and all of that. Also, good that she wasn't weird about the baby's sex, as some straight people tend to do for whatever yeah. reason. She comes in. Everybody's happy to see her. She's really happy to see uh, Kitty. And Kitty is telling her, you know, I got the dividers. I think think people need some privacy when they get certain tattoos and stuff. And that just sends Jess off the handle. Um, which, why do you need, why do you need accolades, Jess? You haven't done shit. Nothing. But her, her, her and Charmaine go into the office and she says, I don't have a problem with Kitty. My problem is with you. Lies. Because y'all just got into it when Charmaine got there. In Listen, the she almost had to lose her shit just to get y'all to stop arguing so that she could talk to y'all. Right. Yeah. And so, you putting all this undue stress on a pregnant woman who just lost her mother. Like, how much trash can you be? Very. Well, British Basura, that's what you are. British Charmaine Charmaine seemed not to care because she she went on ahead and let it fly. Mm. And she told Jess, this is my fucking shop. I can make whatever decisions I want and y'all will fall in line. She's like, and y'all will fall in line. And who does she sound like? Ryan motherfucking Henry. The same Ryan Henry she has called toxic day in and day mm. out and tried to take his shot from him and tried to overthrow him and all kind of weird shit just to get in his shoes and realize if you don't have a dime invested in my shop, we are not partners. I am your boss. You are my employee. Business partners means that we have equal interests vested in the business. And typically that vested interest comes by way of the green, mm-hmm. the monies, mm-hmm. the cash. Not just coming across the, the pond. 
coming across yeah, the pond you came and taking an, an, taking an opportunity to be on TV. And mm-hmm. if, you not are, you... if you are so great of a tattoo artist, so so much of a veteran, why don't you have your own shop? That part. Mm-hmm. Why did you have to come to Chicago? Because again, what did I say? I said you were an opportunist. Yeah. You came to be on TV. We've seen you do one tattoo and that one tattoo was outlandishly mediocre and very beginnerish. But Charmaine went on ahead and put you in your place. She said, it's my shop. It's my shit. I can bring in who I want. I don't have to answer to you. I don't have to discuss with you. But I blame Charmaine for giving out the title of part business partner because somebody working with you, somebody helping manage, is not the same as a business partner. Nope. I could be a manager all day. I'm not your business partner. And so that is Charmaine's fault because she was so busy trying to one-up Ryan, get one-up on him. And Only prove to turn around and do that he made a huge mistake in letting her go and, and shutting down the old nine mag and all this other shit that she shot herself in the foot and she even said it. This shit is like nine mag now. Yeah, because you made it that way because you didn't know what you were doing. Yep. You gave out titles that did not need to be given out unless Jess invested her money in that shop. She is not your business partner. Mm-hmm. And Charmaine said her so she invested only her money into Second City. Inc. So yep. that means just has no financial vested interest. So she's not your business partner. Mm-hmm. She never has been and she never will be. And you are treating her as such. As you should. So you need to take that title off from her. But if you yeah. want to say she's the, the lead artist in the shop, the veteran artist in the shop, okay, fine. But she's not your business partner. And, and she's not a manager. That. And she's and not she's a manager. <laughs> You've right. proven and that you she's should... not her big that she's not your business partner, and she's proven that she's nobody's manager. Exactly. She, she's proven. And she's while she was space. having all these complaints and gripes, you should have gotten in her ass. Because I would have said, "Well, since we're here, why did I need to bring Kitty in to get merch production? Why did I need to bring Kitty in to have, make sure the shop was cleaned up and open at a timely on time?" Why are y'all not getting in here until 12 p.m. with Starbucks? Why are you having your sick child? Why are you allowing sick children in here? Why did y'all only have two tattoos scheduled in a week? I would ask her, where is the revenue report? How many tattoos that were done this week? Hmm. What was the percentage that was paid out to me? Was the booth rent paid? All these questions... And you can't answer them just because you haven't been there for any of that. If she had brought Kitty in, I guarantee you Kitty could have laid it all out on the table. And I do feel like Kitty started flexing kind of weird because she was not a manager at in Black Ink, New York. You know she, was she, a, she, she was a brand ambassador. But overall, her intentions were to push the shop forward when nobody was who was doing it, especially Jess, Jess wasn't doing it. So again, don't give me all that. We supposed to be partners. I uprooted my life. You know, you uprooted your life to come get on TV. You didn't uproot your life for me at all. You uprooted your life for a chance at a check. We barely even know each other. So ain't no way you uprooted your life for me. And, and the crazy part is you're better acquainted with Ryan than you were Charmaine. You how you uprooted your life for me, but I didn't even call you and let you know what was going on when my mother passed away. 
They had to get Ryan to do it. You drinking your own Kool-Aid and wondering why nobody else knows what the flavor is, bitch. Like, get the fuck out of here. And, yeah, go back across the pond like we see you doing the next previews because you're not needed and there. And misrepresenting the situation to your family. Yes, absolutely. Coward ass. That's what you are. Coward, you are coward. bitch. That's what you are. I don't like I don't <laughs> like people doing that shit. Straight big British, coward. big buck tooth British bitch. <laughs> oh man, you are trash. Boo, Charmaine didn't teeth. fire you. You opted to leave. Second City Inc. has the potential to do well because you, she does have some decent artists in there. The Gay Guy is pretty good. Um, Fly is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Drea dude, depends with, on the coin flip. Yeah, it depends with Drea. The other guy with the little sick-ass kid, he's a good tattoo artist. Yeah, I so would honestly like, get rid of Drea, and I'm not even saying that to be shady. But Oh, my, she got to go because she, she's definitely is, ringleading you keep that up bullshit. Too much, yeah, you keep up too much mess. Whether this or not your, your second, tattoo skills your second is... Strike. Mm, but you keep up too much mess. You and Jess both keep up too much mess. So to be honest, I would have got rid of both of them and been like, you thank you, talking Kitty. talking all that... Talking all that girl power, women's empowerment, and y'all bitches are just very messy and catty. Y'all have not empowered a... any any woman. And no. you only empower Charmaine when she's doing what you want her to be doing. The And when Kate came in, y'all didn't empower her. Y'all belittled her, berated her, mm-hmm. disregarded things that she was saying that was very beneficial for the shop. Y'all and then got mad shit. that she defended herself. Y'all are from very, y'all. very full of shit, yeah. and y'all can go. And that, that's like how you a coward life. and a bully at the same damn time that's what british people do <laughs> the way the way the way that jess acts is very on par for how british people behave mm. and i'm not being funny it's so funny because one of my co-workers well my mentor at work told me a story how he went on vacation with this british lady and like people around the world hate british people because they are so nasty and mean. So I'm not really shocked to see just behave like that, but you can also get the fuck out. But we know you're not really going to get the fuck out because you came not for the, for the TV opportunity. Yeah. You came yeah. for the TV opportunity. I went to her, her Instagram and she don't even have no up recent updated pictures of her work. Like, you're not even using the opportunity to list full benefit. Girl, how are you opportunist and you stupid? Girl, what? <laughs> you're an opportunist Questions to turn around and answer. squander the opportunity. Like, girl. Oh, she posted something on January 6th. It's February. It's you're really a tattoo late. artist. <laughs> you're a tattoo artist. Mm. Where's your work? Mm. Mm. Second just, city gutter. She yeah, bullshit, them. and that's just kind of what it is. Yep. And you know, I'm looking forward to this week's episode to hear her half-ass tell the truth to her family mm-hmm. and see what happens of that. Yep. And fan coming back for whatever reason. Uh, that ain't worth mentioning. <clears throat> I mean, hopefully, it's him begging for a job in the shop so that I can laugh. Same. I agree. Same. That's what I want to see. Because Charmaine didn't look like she was happy to see him. She rolled her eyes. That's interesting. Now, let me say this. 
it's very weird. If you noticed in all of the fanfare and all of that and the stuff with her mom, we did not see Van at all. Mm, and nope. the reason that Van and Ryan was getting into it was because of Charmaine and Kat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so really that's interesting. that's interesting. Very interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit of it. I don't want too much, but and I hope this is just like when Bella tried to come get a job at Nine Mag and been like, I appreciate you coming up here, but it's gonna have to be a no. Sorry, sweetie. And then Van's uh his Instagram is private. Mm-hmm. Um, his Twitter is deleted. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Mm, trouble. Oh, the gay guy, his name is Plug. I, okay. Yeah, I'm on the website because on the website and their bios, it links you to their social media. So Van doesn't have any um no open social media, which is very interesting. Um I kind of I went on Charmaine's Instagram. And went to a post about her mom. No comments from Van. So it's just kind of like, why are you there? And so I'm interested in seeing why he's there. Why there's friction. Because there's obviously obvious friction right there. I wonder why, though. But hopefully we'll see. But like her said, not too, too much. Just enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm expecting to hear something along the lines of they got into it because they started blaming each other about what happened the last time they got fired from Nymag. Yeah, I can see that. So, yeah. hey, when they was in the other but... Yeah, shit, when they was in the other um Black Ink or you know Black Ink likes or Nymag likes or whatever here they all they did was blame each other blame. for being the fuck stupid. Well, I mean mostly they tried to blame Ryan until they realized Ryan ain't had nothing to do with why they were flopping and so it's only natural for that blaming spirit to turn inward yeah and so i wouldn't be surprised maybe there's something else there's another reason but i wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of had a falling out because they got fired again and maybe van feels away because charmaine worked her way or maybe ryan took care of her and she's still on the show, and nobody had anything for Van. I see that. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, I'm not going to be hasty in saying that maybe he didn't reach out to her off social media. Um, but it's just interesting to not see that he didn't, he wasn't there for the services. He didn't reach out on what we see from the show. Um, so that kind of tells me a lot about the state of their relationship and she looked annoyed when he walked in she rolled eyes and kitty was just giggling which honestly i would have too because that mm-hmm. like, and kitty mm-hmm. like oh <laughs> right miss and it's just like everybody that y'all blame for all of the problems are not the issue it's y'all yeah honestly charmaine not to be sexist but charmaine can get rid of all the women in the shop and get some new women yeah, she should. Yeah, I agree. Because they the ones that don't look the like they got a cleft lip too. Drea's mouth annoys me. <laughs> it kind of look like, like a bear her trap. Mouth, her mouth is ugly. Well, so, her spirit ugly too. It seems so. That's true. Yeah. She one of them women that don't that are quick to hate on another woman, but ain't got shit to say about the men. 
Nope. Me, like you got all this shit to say about Kitty. Meanwhile, you was about to lay it all on the line for a nigga that you knew was showing abusive tendencies. Like, girl, bye. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's well, been that's black. It. That's been blacking dragging. So. <laughs> 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 we definitely been dragging the fuck out of them. They deserve. I was gonna say it's what they deserve. Maybe we did what we needed to do. So that's gonna wrap this episode up. Happy Black History Month. We feel like we are going to keep the ratchetry going because the ratchet experience is part of the black experience. And we hope that you will be right here nigging it up with us. And if my co-hosts don't have nothing else. No, we're out of here. All right. Well, we'll see y'all niggas next. Oh, and by the way, sign up for the Patreon so that you can hear Ratchet Reloaded. Okay. If you are missing commentary from one or two or three of us about Love and Hip Hop Miami and Love and Hip Hop New York, that is being covered on the Patreon. $5 a month will get you access to Ratchet Reloaded and all of the other stuff on the Patreon. So do that. Um, this is the perfect month to, you know, at least give five dollars and try it out. You know, pay black history religion. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. We 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 giving y'all content. Pay pay black creators, and with that, we'll see y'all next week. Peace.